Hey guys, it's Michelle here, and welcome to Time Out with Michelle. So, um, I know it's been a while since y'all got an episode. I think it's been about three weeks. Uh, yeah. So, um, no announcements, really. This is kind of just a big update on my life. Um, so I don't know if y'all know, if you follow me on Twitter, I did post that I was in the hospital and I was for about two weeks and I got discharged about two weeks ago. So this episode is pretty much my comeback episode and I will just be telling you what happened to me when I was in the hospital. Um, it's like a huge story time basically and then what I have coming up for time out with Michelle. So yeah. Um, let's get started. So, I'm going to tell y'all about the symptoms I had before I went to the hospital, okay? So, um, it started on September 3rd, which was a Thursday, and I just had this really bad abdominal pain. And, um, um, I got an IUD in, in August, right? So, the mind you, this all happened in September. So I got an IUD in August and like I was just like blaming <clears throat> the symptoms on that because that's what I thought it was. And um so I just took some like a leave and like you know called it a day because I was hanging out with a friend too and I didn't want to flake on him. I just felt bad. And I don't like flaking on my friends like that. So I just, you know, was pushing through basically. And um that was like the first symptom. And then Friday, I started to feel chills. And I was just really tired and cold all the time. And my friend was coming to spend the weekend with me. My friend Zari, who's been on, I think. <clears throat> Sorry. That's something in my throat. But um, she's been on my podcast like a couple times. And um, she was coming to spend the weekend with me in Greenville. And that was like my second symptom. Now my third symptom, which was on Saturday... This is gross, y'all, but um, I'm telling y'all everything. My next symptom is diarrhea. So I had diarrhea, chills, abdominal pain, tired all the time. I couldn't eat. Like, I didn't have an appetite at all. So that was the next symptom. Now, Sunday, the next symptom was vomiting. I started vomiting. I was like, okay, this is kind of serious. So I called my mom, told her about all my symptoms and everything. She's like, I think you have COVID, right? And she's like, go get tested. I was like, okay. And then she called me back later, and she's like, you have abdominal pain, right? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, maybe it might be your appendix. It might be ruptured or something. So just go to urgent care or something like that. Because, um... I called her back, actually, saying that I couldn't get a test for COVID until, like, the next week. So, she was like, okay, just go to urgent care, and then you can do, like, the COVID test later. And I was like, okay. And so, I ended up going to urgent care, y'all. And, guys, I paid $70 to be told go to the emergency department. I was really tight because $70? But that hurt my bank account. wanted to slap sis silly. But anyways, I went to the emergency department. And mind you, my friend Zari, she's driving me around and everything. She's a real one. But so she dropped me off at the emergency department. She had to go because she said a class is Monday. So she was driving back to Charlotte and everything. So I said bye to her, all that. Um, so I called my brother to come stay with me until they discharged me. 
And so they, like, you know, checked me and everything. They got me to a room in the emergency department. And the first thing they did was put me on fluids right away, which was their first mistake. And I'm going to tell you right now, I was at Vinant Hospital in Greenville. They, they made a lot of mistakes, and that's the first one. Sorry, I had to really crack my neck. But that was their first mistake that they made. Putting me straight on fluids. They didn't even ask me no questions or nothing. They just came and put me on fluids right away. And um, eventually, they told me that I needed to stay overnight. I had to be admitted into the hospital. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of really serious. I thought it was just really bad abdominal pain or something like that. And so I called my mom and I told her all about it. And she started like panic and said because she was like all the way in Raleigh. Because I live in Raleigh when I go home. And I'm in Greenville. And so that was like an hour and a half drive and stuff. So, um, yeah. And they made me take a COVID test too. And y'all, I'm going to tell you this right now. I took a total of four COVID tests. Four COVID tests, right? And they all came back negative. Every single one of them. But I took four. And I'm going to tell you why I took four. So, um, well, I'm going to tell you why I took four, like, later in the podcast. But, yeah. So, and also, I was, like, in a lot of pain. Like, I had a really, really bad abdominal pain. And Vidant wasn't giving me anything for it. I was in pain. I was literally shitting myself, vomiting everywhere. In the emergency department, y'all. In the emergency department. And it was, it was really bad. And mind you, that COVID test is the first test that they ran on me. And they still hadn't really asked me any questions about what was going on and everything. I wasn't able to see a doctor yet, just like nurses and stuff. So the next day, which was Labor Day, my parents drove down to Greenville and um, on Sunday, they told me that they were going to take me to a room like that night. They never did. They finally got me to a room Monday afternoon around like 1 or 2 o'clock. And so my parents came in. So my parents came down and um, they like in the emergency department, they're kind of strict saying like only one person in there at a time. So my dad just came to like check on me and stuff. And my mom, she came and, you know, she wanted to talk to, like, the doctors and nurses and everything because she, like, had a little bit more background and stuff and was able to understand it more. And Vidant Hospital has, like, really, really bad service because we asked for, like, the doctor several times and so that they could fill my mom in on what exactly was going on. Because I, I took a couple tests in between the time I was waiting. I took a COVID test, and then I went for a CT scan. And I think that's, like, about it. Well, and then, like, I peed in a cup, and then they wanted... Oh, my God, they also wanted a sample of my bowel movements, which is kind of gross. But, yeah, those are, like, what I did. And so the thing is that um, I couldn't really explain... Because, like, the nurses would come in and tell me all these things, but I really didn't understand it. So we need a doctor to come and explain to my mom because I really didn't know what was going on myself. And, you know, there's, like, this little, like, call button to, like, get a nurse and everything. And I would press that button, and it would take a nurse a good 10 minutes to come in. And I'm like, okay, but what if I was dying? Y'all need to fix that service. Not that I was, but, like, it was just really bad service. 
So we finally got a nurse to come in around like one o'clock saying that you're being transferred to your room right now. And we still couldn't talk to the doctor. So that was really annoying. Um, so I got to my room. It was really small and cold. They said I could only have one visitor. But my parents were like, anyways, child, and pulled up a chair. And um, after a couple hours, the doctor finally came in. She told us that we were running tests and we were trying to figure out what's going on so far. So within the two days of Sunday and Monday, I took a COVID test. I had a CT scan. They checked my appendix. I took a pregnancy test and they tested for STDs. All right. Every single one of those negative. Every single one negative. Like, I'm so serious. And then they checked my urine and said, we think it's a UTI. And so it's like, okay, but a UTI doesn't explain me getting fevers. It doesn't explain my vomiting. It doesn't explain my diarrhea. It doesn't explain that. It makes me my abdominal pain, but it doesn't explain that. And because I was catching fevers so much, they gave me a Tylenol like every four to six hours. And then the doctor said, we might need you to stay here till Wednesday. And mind you, it's Monday. So I'm like, Wednesday? What? And so my parents, they can't keep driving to Greenville every day. So they're like, we're going to try and get you transferred to UNC. Because they work at UNC Hospital. And that's closer to my house back in Raleigh. So I was like, okay. So I'm just here like, to be honest, I don't really care. I was like, if I can get discharged Wednesday, there's no need to transfer me. I can just stay here till Wednesday and then go back to my apartment in Greenville and all that. And so, um, you know, my parents are just trying to get me, seeing my mom, she has connections and everything at Chapel Hill, and so does my dad. And so, it they couldn't get me transferred the proper way, you know what I mean? But we'll get into that. But anyways, um, my mom was having a really hard time because I was, like, in pain, couldn't really take care of myself, and I was, like, an hour and a half away, and... I didn't like them being far away from me either because I hated being in the hospital by myself at night because they would leave, like, I think visiting hours ended around, like, 8 or 9. So they would leave, and I'm just in the hospital by myself, and I have to wait for them, and they come. I have to wait for them. I have to wait to see them till the next morning. And I didn't like that because that really messed with my mental health, just being in the hospital by myself in pain and everything and I'm not gonna lie some nights I would cry myself to sleep because it just really sucked being in the hospital because mind you I've never been in the hospital for anything serious in my life like I don't get sick like that like you know I've catched a cold and everything I think I even had the flu once but like I've never been so sick in my life that I like actually had to go to the hospital and stay there overnight you know what I mean so there was that so tuesday comes along my parents drove back down to greenville and tuesday i was just having so many fevers i had to get another ct scan so they made me drink this thing that lights up my stomach and it tastes like gatorade but it was like really really sour gatorade and so and basically it's so that when i do my ct scan again 
it lights up my stomach so they can see it clearly if there's anything like wrong with it and all that and that drink just made me really really bloated on top of the fluids that they were giving me and then they did give me an antibiotic but it was a really really general antibiotic so it wasn't doing anything because mind you they still don't know what's wrong with me so they can't give me a specific antibiotic they have to give me a general antibiotic and all that and it wasn't working because I still didn't feel better I was still having abdominal pain diarrhea chills fevers the vomiting was gone so that that was good because the vomiting was really messing with me in the beginning and then um Tuesday they did something really wild I didn't like that um so I just because I was having so many fevers um I didn't um and I was taking a lot of Tylenols the Tylenols weren't really kicking in properly so they said let's do it rectally and I said what does that mean please explain they said we'll put it in your butt I said excuse me why can't I just take one through the mouth like that's literally what I told the nurse I was like can I just can I just take it by mouth like I've been doing these past few days she said well it's not working so we just want to try it through the butt and I was like I really don't want to do that like at all but then I said, let's just give it a try. I said, but again, I really don't want to do that. Anyways, um, I said, you know what? Let's just let's just try it. They did, and I hate to say it, y'all, but it works. Like my fever, like actually went down. So they, yeah, they put it up my butt. My fever went down. It was really really weird. I'm gonna just leave it at that. And um, yeah. I was that was probably the weirdest thing that happened to me in the hospital. Anyways, um, my parents are still trying to get me transferred to UNC, but UNC had no beds. And mind you, I told my mom has connections, so this is how she knows all this stuff. She used to work like um, at bed placement in Chapel Hills, basically. If people want to transfer or get beds when they are come to the emergency department, things like that, she was the one that took care of it. Anyways, um, Chapel Hill had a certain amount of beds reserved for COVID patients and so they couldn't just give out those beds to anyone they kept it specifically for COVID patients so like that's why they kept saying they had no beds and stuff and I mean they did but it was reserved for COVID patients so anyways um after my CT scan um they found nothing okay um they saw nothing Everything was fine. The only thing that they did find was that I had a lot of fluid in my um, in my abdomen. So anyways, um, once it comes along, a infectious disease comes in and the OBGYN come in and talk to me. And infectious disease is basically saying all these really big words. And they're like, yeah, um, we don't know what's going on with you. OBGYN comes in and asks me questions about like, my IUD and stuff, when did I get it in, if I'm sexually active, all that, all that. And um, the OBGYN was like, we want to take out your IUD because we may think that's a problem, we may think it's infected and stuff, and it might be misplaced and everything. And I was like, okay, uh, yeah, sure, why not? And I was like, I'll just get it back in like when I'm discharged from the hospital and everything. 
And um, so they took it out, right? And that's mistake, like, number two. Because instead of them... Instead of them testing it to see if it had bacteria or if it was infected, they looked at it and said it's normal, and then they threw it away. And I found out eventually that was a mistake they made because my mom was like, why would you just throw out the IUD? Why didn't they just test it and see if it was infected? And when they took it out, they said it's not misplaced at all. It's perfectly, it's like in the perfect spot, like... It's, like, in the right spot that it's supposed to be, and it's basically doing its job. And so the IUD really wasn't the problem. And Ryder made another mistake by throwing it away and not testing it because if they tested it, they could have ruled it out, basically. And, um... Um, yeah. So... That's what happened Wednesday. That was like, that happened Wednesday night. So, um, not Wednesday night, like Wednesday like evening, like around 5 or 6 p.m. And now we have another huge plot twist. My parents said, you know what, we're sick and tired of driving down to Greenville. We want you to discharge her and we're going to leave against medical advice, AMA, right? So the doctor was like... Because the doctor um, came in earlier and told us that she may need to stay here till like, Friday. And I was like, like, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep driving to Greenville every day. And, you know, I don't blame my parents. I mean, I understand. Like, Greenville's quite a drive. And so I left against medical advice. And the doctor was really nice. She made a little, like, paragraph thing to give to the doctor because technically she couldn't do that in the system because this was not an official transfer that was, like, approved. Do you know what I mean? I was leaving against medical advice, driving down to Chapel Hill's emergency department to get admitted and everything. Like, I had to go through the whole process that I went through at Vidant. I had to stay in the emergency department again and then get a room again, basically. So, um, and the reason why my parents really wanted that was because I was staying at Vidant, and they weren't doing anything. Like, I was doing all these tests that were coming back negative. They had, they really had no idea what was going on with me. They were making a lot of mistakes and stuff. And, yeah. So, anyways, the, um, before I left, they had to put me on morphine because I was in a lot of pain, and I couldn't sit in, like, a one and a half hour car ride like that. I had to put on a diaper because couldn't control my bowel movements, right? Which was really, really hard. Um, sucked. Um, the morphing was really good. It helped me a lot because um the abdominal pain was just really, really bad. And Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you a little bit about, like, at Vidant. So, I lost a lot of weight because I had diarrhea and I was vomiting the first two days I got, I was at Vidant. And I also didn't have an appetite, which was really, really bad. And um, so I couldn't eat. And they also had me on a liquid diet only. 
like a liquid diet and a soft food diet. So I can only eat like soup, oatmeal, grits, jello, pudding, yogurt. Like I couldn't eat like hard foods or anything like that. Which is really annoying. But then again, I didn't have an appetite too, so yeah. So basically like it was just I was just having a hard time eating. But they gave me um morphine before I left. And um the morphine um they gave me morphine too a couple times when I was there and that morphine really helped because that abdominal pain was bad. It was it was really bad. And also my stay at Biden, man, I think in total, like my whole the whole time I was in the hospital, I like shit myself six times. Because, like, again, I literally couldn't control my bowel movements. I had to wear a diaper, like I said. Um, it was really embarrassing. Um, on top of that, I had a really bad neighbor, too. A really, really bad neighbor. He He was always yelling at night. And I don't know if he was in pain or if he, like... I don't know what it was, but he was just always... Like, screaming at the nurses, cussing them out, all that. It was really annoying. I couldn't sleep at all, either. One, because of him. And literally, every four to six hours, a nurse would come in and check my vitals and stuff. And people would come in and draw blood. And so that was just, like, really hard. Um, and Vidant really had some trash nurses. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, cause like I said earlier, you press a little button for the nurse to come in and Vidant, it would take them a good 10 minutes for them to come in. And I'm like, yo, I called you 10 minutes ago. Like, and literally this one time I called the nurse because like, I literally, I couldn't control my bowel movements. Right. So I, I basically pooped myself, called the nurse cause I needed help to go to the bathroom so that I could clean myself and stuff. And then I called her 10 minutes later. She's like, yes, what What do you need? I'm here, I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of things came up and I'm like, um, I need help cleaning myself up. And literally 10 minutes, I'm sitting, not sitting, I'm laying in a bed in my bowel movements and it's, it's gross. And I'm like, really violent? Like they just had really terrible service. And... Um, on top of that, it was really embarrassing because at my big age of 19, not being able to do anything for myself, I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. I, um, at a point in time, I couldn't feed myself. My own mom had to feed me. Um, I needed help walking. I needed help getting, going to a chair just to sit down. Like I, I literally needed help to do anything. Um, I couldn't even bathe myself. I had to have somebody do it for me. It it was really embarrassing. And I always hated asking my mom to do it. Well, I never asked her to do it. But, like, I would call the nurse to come do it. Because I didn't like my mom seeing me like this. Because she already did this when I was a baby. And having her do it again, and again, at my big age of 19, was very embarrassing and really messed with my mental health. Because, like, I woke up one day not being able to do these 
simple tasks that I was doing like a couple days ago. Like literally Wednesday before I started getting my symptoms, I could wake up, shower, cook myself a meal, work out, walk somewhere without literally having anybody's help. But now I'm in the hospital. I have to call a nurse to go to the bathroom because I physically can't get up and do it myself because I'm in so much pain. I have to get fed by my own mom. I can't bathe myself. A nurse has to do it or my own mother has to do it. I can't even, like, walk on my own. Like, I need to hold on to somebody and everything. Like, I needed help to do simple things that I was able to do for myself a couple days ago. And it was it was really embarrassing and it really sucked. And, yeah. That's pretty much what happened to me about it. That's, like, that's it, you know? So, anyways, I left um, Biden. Drove down straight to Chapel Hill, but North Carolina weather had something in store for me. They said heavy rain, so it made my one-an-hour half drive like a good two-hour drive. And I think there was also an accident on the way, so it made it longer as well. So I finally got to um, Chapel Hill. My dad, he works at the emergency department, so I was able to get checked in quick and stuff. And um, they were really strict, actually, than Biden. They were, for real, about one family member in the emergency department at a time. And um, I got checked into, like, the emergency department room. And um, it was really, really cold in there. Like, it was freezing. And I asked if I could, um, if they could, like, you know turn like turn it up a bit and they said no we can't they said something like you can't the room needs to be cold da 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 and so I'm sitting in the emergency department room cold catching fevers and stuff still not being able to control my bowel movements I wasn't vomiting anymore which was good I was really bloated still had abdominal pain all that and that was like Wednesday like Thursday morning like Thursday like 1 a.m 2 a.m because I got to Chapel Hill around 11 p.m and I got checked in and into room like around 12 a.m and we left Vidant Hospital around like 8 or 9 and there was traffic and stuff and the rain so anyways um yeah so Thursday morning, my mom came through, and she, like, spent the whole day with me. And, man, when I tell you vitamin services was bad, UNC Chapel Hill's emergency department is worse. Worse. Bro, we asked for the doctor. Like, so my mom got here, like, at, like, 9 a.m. I don't know. She got here at 10 a.m. And, um... First thing she did was call for a doctor. Guys, we didn't see a doctor till 8 p.m. 8 p.m., right? And it was ridiculous. And um, when I was there, like, waiting for the doctor, I took I took um, more tests, the same tests that I did when I was at Biden. I took another STD test, another pregnancy test, um, another COVID test, 
and um, I think I did another CT scan or something. Well, 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 not in the emergency department, but those are the tests I took. So at Chapel Hill, I took my my last COVID test, right? So I told y'all I took a total of four COVID tests, right? Three at Vidant and then one at Chapel Hill. So at Vidant, the first one was in the emergency department. The second one was when I got admitted to my room. And then the third one was, I think, the last day before I left. That that last day when I left to go to um, Chapel Hill. And mind you, they were all negative. And what really, like, annoyed me was that um, we got my results, like, for my COVID test on paper so that I can, like, give it to Chapel Hill and show them. And um, the nurse comes in and she's like, we saw that you took three COVID tests at Vidant, but just, just for our records, we, like, want you to take another one. I said, what's the reason? She's like, you can say no. And I was like, well, I don't want to take it. And then she's like, well, it is for a record, so we're hoping you could. And I'm just saying, like, why did you tell me that I could say no if y'all basically saying I kind of didn't take it? And then I was like, but I said, but I have three different tests that all come back negative. Why do I need to take it again? Like, besides, like, for your records and stuff. But she said, well, we just want to know that you just don't have it and everything. You know, it's it's good to know. And I was just like, okay, let's, let's just take this test. And then she said, well, we know you've taken the nose three times, so we're going to do it in the throat. And it's kind of like, if you've ever had a strep throat test, that's literally what it's like. The strep throat test is when they, like, get the little cotton swab and they, like, swab the back of your throat. And I'm not going to lie, I preferred that one better than the nose. Because the nose one, oh my god, I felt like it was in my brain. And Vidant, they were rough with it. They were just, like, up in my nose. Oh my god. Anyways, I'm sorry. Just thinking about the test, I feel like I can feel it when I'm talking about it. Anyways, um, Dr. Finley came in at 8 p.m. and said, um... We got you a room and everything. And he kind of told my mom, like, a little bit about the tests we've done. Because they drew blood. I took... They took another urine sample. Another bowel sample. The COVID test and all that. They didn't find anything in my urine. They didn't find anything in my bowel movements. COVID test came back negative, all that. So... Um, Thursday night, I finally got to a room, and it was called the MPC, which is basically the ICU intensive care unit. Got there, my mom came in to, you know, like, get me settled. And funniest thing happened, y'all. The nurses knew my brother. Like, they went to ECU with, like, my brother and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, what are the odds that these three nurses know my brother? Because she was, like, putting, um... She was like, because I had a little wristband thing, and she checked it to see if, like, I'm supposed to be in the specific room. And she's like, Fiachi. She's like, is your brother Miles? I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I know him and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, this is Miles' sister and everything. It was really funny. But, yeah, it was interesting. 
and then y'all um my period started so that kind of messed with me a lot because um I couldn't tell if I was having abdominal pain or period cramps so that was um kind of rough anyways Friday comes along um I'm just having a really hard time eating I just get nauseous so easily but I'm not vomiting and so like when I get when I was nauseous I wasn't having an appetite I didn't want to eat and so yeah and um that was like pretty much it that's what happened Friday Saturday and Sunday like that weekend that was pretty much it like I was just having a hard time eating and then I think during the weekend I had an ultrasound of my stomach and that's where they found fluid the fluid in my um abdomen and it was getting closer to like my heart which was really not really bad but like it wasn't good so they wanted to test that fluid and see hey if it's infectious or something like that and then that weekend I was supposed to get a transvaginal ultrasound but something came up so I couldn't do it oh wait yeah um what happened I don't know what happened actually I was supposed to get a transvaginal ultrasound but something happened I just couldn't do it. But anyways, um, Monday comes along. I'm on a new antibiotic. And that one is... I don't, know, I don't know what it was called, but... It was still general, a general antibiotic and stuff. And um, that's when the vomiting started. And I think it was because of the new antibiotic. Um... I was really cool nurse too. Well, I don't know if she's a nurse or anything, but she, I knew she was different from the other nurses because she wore a different uniform, so, but she was really nice. She would come in and she would bathe me like every day and stuff and like change me, which was really, really sweet. And I didn't have to like call and ask, like she came in at the specific time, like every day and come bathe me and um, what happened? Oh, yeah, Vident didn't do that. Like, Vident had me sitting in my filth. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Um, also, yeah, like, Monday, I also moved to, like, a new floor as well. Like, I was getting moved to a new floor, which is actually good because that means I'm getting better. So I no longer had to be hooked up to, like, machines and stuff. And funniest thing happened when I was talking to the machines. I was on Twitter this one night, and I was saw this really really funny tweet, and um, I also like had trouble breathing. Like one of my it wasn't really a symptom, but like I don't know for some reason I I was having trouble breathing. Like I couldn't take deep breaths in and all that. And I saw this really really funny <laughs> tweet on Twitter, and I was laughing so hard, you know, trying to catch my breath that like my um because I'm connected to like this thing that like you know checks my heart rate all that that junk started beeping and everything I said oh my god the way the nurse is rushed in I said I'm fine I'm fine I was on Twitter 
it was, oh my god, it was hilarious, because I think that's the fastest the nurses have ever rushed in to my room, but anyways, that that was actually really funny, um, Monday comes along, yeah, I told you, um, I went to a new room, I didn't have to be hooked to machines, which was really lit, um, I vomited for lunch, I don't know, like, during lunch, it was just, I was just really nauseous, but dinner time was good, I had grilled chicken and mashed potatoes, and it stayed down, it's like, oh, it was actually really good, I think it was probably, like, my best meal there, Tuesday and Wednesday were just terrible, terrible days, um, I literally could not keep any food down at all, I kept vomiting, um, Tuesday specifically, doctors did me dirty, y'all, so, like I told you, I had a lot of fluid in my abdomen due to the fluids Biden put me on and everything. And it made me very bloated as it very made me very bloated and all. Wow, I sounded so illiterate. Um, it made me very bloated and over the weekend the doctors did an ultrasound, like I said. And um so they wanted to test the fluid to see if it's like infected, if I had bacteria and stuff. And so, on Tuesday, like, my, this is going to sound weird, but, like, my OG doctor, like, my main doctor that, like, knew everything about my case came in, and he was like, oh, we may do this procedure today, so, um, I don't want you to eat anything, and all that. I was like, okay, that's fine. So, the actual doctor who was supposed to do the procedure came in, talked to me, saying, okay, tell me, basically, what I'm, what the procedure is. They're going to, like, numb my stomach get a needle and then you know extract the fluid and then go test it and all that and so um the doctor my my OG doctor was like well you can't eat because um we don't know we we kind of want to put you under too so I was like that's why I couldn't eat so I was like oh okay you want to get him? He said we want to give you a little of that laughing gas and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, hey, I'm down with that and everything. And about this time, like my abdominal pain is gone and everything. I'm just like really, really bloated for some reason. And so, um, the doctor that's supposed to do the procedure comes in and he's like, oh, um, we'll. Um, I didn't know that we were going to try and get you in today. We have um, a lot of people that have procedures today. But he said, um, give me 30 minutes. I'll come call you. I'll call your room and see if we can fit you in today. And I said, okay. He's like, so just don't eat and everything. And I was like, that's fine. Mind you, I had my lunch waiting for me there. So I was about to eat it when he came in. And so 30 minutes turned into two hours, guys. He didn't call me until two hours later saying, oh, we don't have any room for you. And he didn't even call my room. He called my nurse. And I was just like, so I waited two hours. I was I was really annoyed and everything. And so um, my food was cold. So my dad had to order me food again. And mind you, um, my dad, he's also like the manager slash hiring manager of UNC's food services and um so basically he can get me anything I wanted to eat and um which was kind of clutch at times 
and not clutch at times because at a point in time I thought I was wasting the food because I just kept throwing it up I couldn't eat it he's like Michelle it's okay don't worry about it and everything and um that was Tuesday so we tried the grilled chicken and mashed potatoes again because um it went down Monday so and also so I tried it right and I don't know what happened y'all but I threw it up like that first bite I threw it all up I couldn't I couldn't keep it down and so my mom like she cut it into like little pieces for me to eat and literally like that first bite try to swallow it I couldn't and I threw everything up that was in my system it was it was bad and it was kind of, and it didn't really help because I had a procedure the next day, so I kind of needed something in my stomach to at least have some energy, you know? And then, finally, one of the nurses came in and told me, oh, it's my new antibiotics that's causing this vomiting. That's, like, one of the side effects. And I was like, wow. Now, Wednesday, okay? Wednesday, y'all, was just terrible. So... I was the my OG doctor came and said, "Oh, your procedure should be happening this morning." I said, oh, "Okay," so I couldn't eat or drink anything, but I could only take like tiny sips of water, but I couldn't like you know gulp it down and stuff. So, um, they told me my procedure was supposed to happen like in the morning. They um ended up coming to get me at three o'clock, three p.m., and I was like, "Y'all are really bad with your timing." So I was annoyed, I was hungry, and that was the first time that I was actually hungry, like I actually had an appetite, and I was craving like something, I was craving McDonald's chicken nuggets, right? So I texted my dad, I said, can I get some McDonald's chicken nuggets for like dinner and stuff? And he's like, okay, that's fine. And so I went to my procedure, and y'all, they put me under, right? And they like numbed me, but like, I didn't like pass out or anything like I was awake like I felt everything that they were doing so either they didn't give me enough or they didn't do it properly like like I felt everything I felt them poke into me I felt them extract the fluid out of me like my stomach was numb but I could still feel it if that makes sense so technically they they didn't do their job properly is what I'm saying like they like and mind you homie when he like put the thing that's supposed to make me like pass out like go under and stuff he dosed me twice and I still didn't go under us and either that junk ain't strong enough or I have a high tolerance and it just didn't make sense and I was just like and they said did you go under I said no I said, I was awake. I felt everything. They said, you felt everything. I said, yes, I did. Anyways, they took me back to my room. I was waiting for my mom because she was bringing my McDonald's. Because apparently Chapel doesn't have any McDonald's near them. So I was like, that's weird. But anyways, my mommy brought it right when she got off work. And she got the wrong ones, y'all. She got the wrong ones. She got the spicy ones. I'm going to tell you right now, the spicy ones, the spicy chicken eggs from McDonald's are not too good. I didn't like it. Then again, I don't know if I'm saying I didn't like it because I literally vomited 30 minutes after I ate it or, like, the fact that I just didn't like it. But overall, I I really didn't like it. 
and it wasn't really that spicy. And so my parents said, no, we need to get something in your system. So they ordered me some chicken noodle soup and some lemonade. And it went down good. I was like, okay, bet. Okay, I'm doing good. 30 minutes later, I threw it all up again. I said, bro, like everything. And it was really, really bad because like I could see like the contents, like the soup and everything. And the thing is that, like, all of that came out right, but I kept vomiting, like, like, you know, like, when you're vomiting and stuff, and, like, you get that, like, oh, I don't even want to, like, reenact it, because that's going to sound weird, but, like, like, you're vomiting and stuff, and then, um, like, you feel yourself, like, sort of, like, I think it's called dry heaving or something. Let me, let me search it up. I have my laptop right here. No, it is not dry heaving. <laughs> but, like, I'm throwing... Yeah, 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 yeah. It is dry heaving. That's exactly... Like, I'm throwing up. Like, I'm doing the motions of, like, the vomiting. But literally nothing is coming out. And it hurt, bro. It really hurt. So I ended up eating crackers that day. But anyways, Thursday comes along. I'm doing better. Um, the food is staying down. Like, I get really nauseous, but the food is staying down. So that was good. And then Friday, doctor comes in and says, you're going to be discharged either tonight or tomorrow. I ended up being discharged on Friday night, and that was probably the happiest I have ever been. I was finally out of the hospital. Right. Okay. Now, mind you... I took lots of tests at this hospital, okay? Lots of tests. And I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. So I get discharged from the hospital, and I'm about to get into recovery, okay? So recovery was really, really hard for me. I still am recovering to this day. I had my brother help me a lot. He took off work for two weeks just to help me. Um, It was hard because at a point in time, I had no motivation. Um... My mother kept pushing me so hard that I was like, I really don't want to get better. Like, you're pushing me really hard. Like, I just got out of the hospital. Like, I'm going to need you to calm down. Um, my mental was very messed up. I, um, I cried a lot, and I stayed up thinking a lot, which I'm going to get into. Um, and I'm, I got better day by day. I had to just take things really slow. Like, again, I'm still recovering to this day, trying to get my immune system back up. And also my mental health, you know, all that. Um, I My energy was really, really low. I had to get that back again because um, for like two weeks, I was basically in a bed 24-7 all the time. And like I would get up to sit and like use the bathroom. I walk sometimes, but it was really hard to walk because I'd walk down, not walk down, like I'd walk to the bathroom and I'd I'd be breathing so heavy because, like, I had some, like, I had no energy. That was just, that was it. And, uh, crazy part, like I said, I took all these tests. I took a COVID test. I had a CT scan. They checked my appendix. Took a pregnancy test, STD test, transvaginal ultrasound. I had another ultrasound to check my belly. I had the procedure where they checked the fluid in my abdomen 
What are the tests that I took? Take. I had a tuberculosis test, guys. I took all these tests, and every single one came back negative, or they didn't see anything wrong when they checked these things, right? Right? Guys, all of these tests, right? And to this day, like, I'm not joking, to this day, the doctors still have no idea what caused everything. The doctors have no idea what caused my fevers, what caused my vomiting, what caused my diarrhea. They have no idea. After every single test, and you know, I thank God that every single one of my tests came back negative, you know? But... It didn't give me answers, and that's what really messed up my mental because, like, I have no answers. I have no idea why any of this happened. It just it just makes no sense. You know what I mean? Like, I'm telling you, every single one, it's four COVID tests that come back negative. My, um, them taking out my IUD, um, the pregnancy test, the STD test, them checking my appendix, doing a transvaginal ultrasound, not finding anything wrong with my ovaries and my uterus, all that. Um, I don't know if I said this, but them taking on my IUD, which was Vine's fault because they didn't test it to see if there's any bacteria or if it was infected. On top of that, testing the fluid, the free-flowing fluid in my abdomen, it was not infected. It was just normal fluid or whatever. I don't know. But it was infected. And then a tuberculosis test that came back negative. It's, I don't know. It's just really frustrating to this day that, like, I took all these tests. And the doctors still have no idea. And like I said, like, I really do love that the test came back negative. But it's just frustrating really really frustrating to not have answers at all as to why I had fevers I was vomiting I had diarrhea I had chills all that like it just makes no sense but anyways that's the whole hospital story next I'm gonna just tell you what I have coming up for time out with Michelle I have more interviews coming up I have unpopular opinions I have advice and then story time segments that's pretty much what I have coming up for y'all. So stay tuned for that. And Song of the Week is Fields by Get Me On. Anyways, this is the end of the podcast. I really hope y'all enjoyed it. This is a really long podcast. Probably the longest podcast I have ever made. I really do hope y'all listen and enjoy it. And um, yeah, again, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Michelle Fiacci. I'm going to put it in the podcast description. And I hope y'all have a great week. So, uh, yeah. Bye.